So Jeff, really the reason why I wanted to have you on uh, the Real Estate Rundown is because the question that is burning in everybody's mind right now uh, from the tenant to the owner to the banker that made the loan on the property, uh, property management company, you know, uh, do the tenants owe rent? Uh, and at what point is the government stepping in? What are you know, what's everybody doing right now? Because we just passed uh, yesterday or early this morning, a $2 trillion uh, spending bill that is supposed to help people. And quite frankly, nobody really knows, right? So how is, how is executive management services staying in front of all this information? Well, <clears throat> probably like you and many others, you know, there's definitely been a struggle. Everybody's, everybody's in this, this warning mode, right? They're stressing out over the future. Um, they're stressing out over their jobs. So I think like many of us, we're going online. We're trying to look for whatever updated information we can get. Um, if the computer or the internet works, then you might be able to find some things, right? So, uh, you know, for EMS, what we're doing is, is a little bit something different. So, you know, we're, we're trying to involve our community, our residents within our community. Um, you know, we are all in this, you know, pandemic together. Yeah, um, you know, so, you know, it, it's not the responsibility of a property owner or a property manager to come up with a game plan by themselves. It's going to take a community to come together. Um, you know, having one person, a property manager, do the research to find out where the resources are coming from uh, will spend you a lot more time finding it than if you had a hundred. Okay. Uh, so for EMS, we really have reached out to our residents and we are asking for their support. Um, you know, most of them are either working from home. Um, some of them might not be working currently. Um, so they have time. Yeah. You know, Jeff, and you bring up a good point. You know, uh, I saw in the, in the market today that, uh, over 3 million, uh, new unemployment claims have been filed, uh, in the last week. You know, what does that, what does that really mean to, I mean, what, what what's your take on that? That's a great question. Um, you know, again, it, it's a mindset, you know, it, I, I get it. We're dealing with a virus and we're seeing on the news, you know, people who have been affected by this and people who are dying from it. Jeff, uh, you know, what we've got is, I mean, as you can see, we've got 3 million new unemployment claims and that is going to be a trickle down effect as to who can pay rent. How are you seeing that is going to affect your guys' bottom line? Yeah, you know, the unemployment rate, uh, it's scary, right? When you hear the term 3 million people, but Shannon, how many people, what's the population in, in the United States? Do you know that number? Well, the last we heard from uh, Brian uh, Williams or Wilson or whatever mm -hmm. on NBC uh, that it was 327 million people in the U S. Okay. So 
I'm not a mathematician, but three million compared to that number is is a little a yeah, little number, be, right? It would be less than one percent for okay. sure. <laughs> and uh, I think our current unemployment before the virus was, you know, was hovering between three and four. That's right. So, and and where I'm getting at here is at this point, I I don't see where there needs to be an alarm, right? Um, we're still within that parameter of having a very healthy economy. Right. So you know, yeah, we, Jeff, so I hear you, uh, you know, so, so, and, and, and it's not that I don't, don't disagree with you, um, you know, but here we are, Jeff, we're somewhere we've never, ever been before. I mean, we are so connected as a, as a, as a nation and as a world, you know, the last flu type thing that went uh, to, to the kind of numbers we'll, we're likely to see here was back in 1969. And we barely had good news coverage once a night at that point, let alone instant right. coverage like the internet. And so what are you doing, Jeff? How are you dealing with the barrage of whether that's people from, the, from your communities or owners of your communities demanding you give them information or give them um, you know, coming to you with, with their thoughts or hypothesis on what you should do. How, how are you stemming that tide? You know, property manage it, management is, is difficult in itself, right? Um, I, I mean, it, it's not just collecting rent and paying bills. There, there's so much more to it. And when you throw something like the coronavirus, into the equation, it really complicates things because, and I don't think people realize this, property managers are a liaison between the, the tenant and the property owner. Yeah, they really are. So we're dealing with twice as many things than probably a normal industry because we have to have answers for tenants and we have to have answers for owners. Um, so, so Jeff, are you saying that you're coming up with your own answers and taking that to the owners and taking that to the tenants is, I mean, are you guys? No, no. no. So, so, you know, my staff and I spend probably two to four hours a day now, uh, researching online, uh, options, our local government, you know, it, it's all over the internet. So we've really taken the time to, you know, look into what, what other states are doing. Um, you know, we who are currently in the state of Idaho, you know, we have different laws and different parameters in this state. Uh, you know, every state's different, right? So, but we can take a lot from other states, you know? So we, we do gather a lot of data from, you know, other states, uh, other counties. Um, and we really feel that the best course of action is to communicate um yeah. you know you know i i just heard the other day uh, i think it was the idaho statesman where they're you know in their article they say you know residents are going to get free rent for april and you know if you're reading you know the internet in the morning before you cup of coffee or whatever you think Woohoo! You know, I'm getting free rent for April. Yay! You know, but what you don't realize is, well, yeah, those are for properties that are city-owned, right? You know, so 
there's there's a little bit of a trickery going on there because you know the average person would would read that article and go awesome i don't have to worry about april rent now i can focus on may so so the, the, there's there's a lot at least for a property manager you really have to over communicate to your residents because they're going to hit you up first thing in the morning and they're going to say hey thanks for waiving that rent and you're going to say well actually we're not yeah um, so Jeff, I want to ask you a question, and and this is completely subjective, uh, you know, and I know it's going to vary, you know, town to town, tenant to tenant, but you know, how what percentage of, of people do you think? Because this is every landlord's concern is is it you know because they don't have to, my tenant's not going to pay. What what percentage of the people that are not needing the help? or don't necessarily qualify for the help in that they've not lost their job, what percentage of your tenants do you believe will unfairly take advantage of the landlord? Honestly, I, I think it would be minimal. Um, you know, we you believe, been, you believe people are fair and honest for the most part. I, I really do. Um, I mean, you're always going to have somebody. There's always yeah. somebody in the, in the crowd, right? So what do you think? I mean, I'm, I'm just drilling on this because we, we hear so many people giving opinions, Jeff. I want you to give me yours. I want a percentage. What percentage of people that are not eligible would not be eligible under this Relief Act or, or just haven't in, encountered any change in their environment? What percentage do you believe would take advantage of that even if they shouldn't? I Less than 10%. Less than 10%. Okay. Because I mean, you know, that's not something I know. I'm not in direct contact with, you know, with people, but I, you know, you, I've been to the grocery store enough times and watched somebody drop a $10 bill and nine out of 10 times, you know, you're probably right. They're going to, somebody else is going to pick it up and, and tap the person on the shoulder and say, Hey, excuse me, you've dropped something. So, you know, that's important. Um, and so, so now when you're, when you're being approached by people, you've got, you know, you've got your owners coming to you. Do your owners have all the answers figured out? Are you guys working on that plan together? Are you coming to them with suggestions? What's going on there, Jeff? Yeah. Um, before I get into that, I, I would like to comment on your previous question. We, uh, executive management services have before, uh, the governor has, uh, you know, ordered the stay at home, you know, order. We, we had already been reaching our owners and our tenants, uh, giving them some options uh, and, and letting them know not to worry about this, that we'll work with them. Um, you know, we've given them an opportunity to come forward uh, and have conversations about, you know, are, are we are we going to have to work with you in April and or May and the future? We have out of 200 residents currently, we have had two people who have come forward to say that they have some hardships. Yeah. Um, so my point being is I think the majority of people, at least for April are going to have a paycheck. They're going to be able to pay their rent. Uh, most of them are still working uh, from home. And, uh, you know, I think the in the bigger picture of things, it's the the June, the May and June months that I think are are a little bit concerning. But 
you know, with the stimulus package going on and all the hype, uh, it sounds like we're going to have that under control and we're going to get things back to normal very quickly. Yeah. You know, Jeff, I don't doubt that. Uh, so you, you mentioned the stimulus package, you know, that was, I think that was passed uh, either last night or this morning, you know, $2 trillion, man. And, and we know how the government likes to do stuff. Uh, it's not all about uh, actually the rent, right? So, so how, right. I mean, you know, are, are you getting owners come to you and, and, and ask you what's, what, what's the stimulus package get me? Are you getting tenants that are coming to you? What's the stimulus package get me? I mean, are, you know, are, are, are you guys having yeah, to become we, the expert for, for your owners? For sure we are. Um, a lot of owners have come forward, um, you know, especially the owners who, who you know, it's their income property. You know, they, right. they rely on those rents to pay their bills, uh, to keep the property going. And, you know, that's a scary situation for those property owners. And, uh, you know, they're coming to us. We're the experts, right? We should know everything. So, um, you know, we, we've had some challenges in, in you can't accommodate everybody. Everybody has a different thought process on what course of action you should be taking. And the reality is there is no right answer at this point. You still have laws that you have to follow. Right. Um, and we don't know what this stimulus is going to do and, and when it's going to pay and how it's going to help people at this point. So right. you know, what I've encouraged my owners to do is look, the reality is you're not going to evict people who don't pay their rent for April. You're not because why? Because the courts aren't going to accept your unlawful detainer notice. And they're not going to file it right now. Right. It's because they're closed, right? Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, here in, in, the, in Boise, Idaho, you know, I think the end of April is when they said they would consider start taking some of these filings, but that could change um, now that the governor's placed this at home order. So, you know, with that said, you know, I think owners need to be a little bit more creative these days. You know, I, what we've done some really great things on some of our projects where the owners that we work for have been gracious enough to implement um, and a proactive plan, which is a rent stimulus plan, if you will, that basically says, hey, look, um, if you are affected by this virus, uh, whether you've lost your job or you've become ill, um, we want to help. Um, you know, we're not saying that we're going to waive the rent, but we're willing to put you on a payment plan. We're willing to waive late fees. You know, we're willing to uh, you know, you don't have to pay the water trash and sewer fee or your cable and internet if a property offers that. You know, these mandated fees uh, can be waived. Um, yeah. You know, partial payments, you know, those type of things that is so taboo for property management. You know, you have to pay the rent on the first. And if you don't, oh, by the fifth or the sixth, you're going to get a three day. Well, you know, let's let's calm down a little bit and let's work with people because, um, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, you know, Jeff, and that makes so much sense too, because, you know, when you look at it, I mean, you know, from a property owner standpoint, if I lose a tenant today, today's the uh, 27th, uh, if I lose a tenant today, 26. 26th, they're going to, uh, you know, I'm going to take a week to clean it up. I'm going to take another 
week or two to advertise with the, you know, just in a normal setting. Obviously, we don't know what the coronavirus would do. But by the time we get a tenant, another tenant on the hook, we get them in there. You know, we've lost one month's rent. So we've lost one twelfth of the revenue that would be coming in on that unit where if we work with that, that, uh, that tenant and, and we take half rent uh, in April and half rent in May, you know, then effectively you've kept the tenant. You haven't risked trying to find a, a new tenant in, in, in the coronavirus environment. And you've ensured that the person that does need a home that has taken care of the place uh, is still going to be there. And worst case scenario, you've got a, you've got a deferment on the, the rent that you, uh, that you pushed out and you're not having to pay the, the fees that are associated with the turnover. So it makes a lot of sense, Jeff, that you guys uh, at Executive Management Services are taking this proactive approach. How are your owners liking the thought? I mean, nobody, let's just get real, nobody likes the thought of not getting the rent. But how are your owners liking the thought process of getting someone on a payment plan and not losing the tenant versus being the cold-hearted jerk uh, that throws the guy in the street because he missed rent by five days. Yeah, I, I think the majority of owners, just like the population, are are rational. They understand the circumstances and they do want to help. So, my owners, most of my owners, are are fine with these options. Um, the last thing that they want is to sit on vacancy. Um, especially during these times, like you said. So, you know, yes, they, they are wanting to help um, and they're willing to help, um, but they're also scared because, you know, they, they've been able to enjoy this high occupancy, this steady income, and then something like this happens to all of us, and then now we're stressing out. You know, it, property owners have a big responsibility. They should be planning for the inevitable, the unforeseen, because at the end of the day, it's their responsibility to pay that mortgage. It's not a tenant's responsibility. Right. So, you know, I, I feel for them because God forbid if we had a, a, a bigger uh, disaster upon us where it would cause a building to go completely vacant, um, then what? Right. You know, Jeff, too, and I think I think a lot of people, uh, at least from the way that I'm perceiving it in the media, which, you know, I I take it with a grain of salt. I, but, you know, I, I see it that, you know, the media is portraying, uh, you know, property owners, uh, multifamily owners is, you know, like Scrooge McDuck. You know, they're dropping gold coins on the way to work. And in the reality is, Jeff, I mean, aren't most of your uh, owners, aren't they just uh, regular people that, em that employ your company because they have full-time jobs and, and they're developing cash flow for retirement? I mean, isn't that really what, you know, who your, the majority of your owners are? Absolutely. Um, you know, they, they pay a mortgage themselves or a rent. Right. Um, you know, so, it, it, you know, people always look at a property owner and the first thing they think of is, well, they're lucky, you know, they're rich, you know, and, uh, you know, that, that's not necessarily true. You know, all of their money is, is locked into this asset 
right? And uh, sometimes it's not as as easily um, you're not able to get that money out of that asset as easily. So, so yeah, that they they're just they're just just like you and me. Right. So, you know, one of the things that I've started doing and analyzing with, with my stuff, Jeff, is uh, I've been looking at uh, a BRE formula, which really is a break even uh, formula. So I go through and I, and I do this when I stress test my deals to put them together, where I look at it and go, Hey, if I pay this much money and you know uh, I got, I got 50 units and today's market rent is a thousand dollars a unit. Uh, where can I go with my rent before I start to have trouble paying my mortgage? And, and I find the spot where I can really break even. And so then I look at that and I say, hey, you know, I, I've, got a, I've got a break even point in here that is at uh, 78%. Uh, so I look at that and I'm supposed to, I got 50 units. I got a thousand bucks a unit. That's 50 grand. I can get, I can collect 78% of that before I have any hardship to myself. And so, you know, one of the things that, that you and I have talked about and we've done with our properties is we've, we've looked at where we can go financially with that property to make sure that we're not dipping into, or at least I know how much we're dipping into it based on where we're going to go with the tenants. So I've already given you a dollar amount that you can discount every unit without having to come back to me to give you some, some leeway. But I've also put you in a position where you can look at it and say, hey, uh, I got 75 units that are paying just fine. I got five units that need half rent. Uh, and you know the, the, the real problem with that math right there is I, I started out the equation with, with 50 units and now I'm already at 80. But you know, <laughs> I like to grow my properties. You know how that goes, Jeff, right? But, you know, so we got, we got 30 units that are, that are paying full rent. We got you know, another five units that are paying half rent and, and kind of a, a smattering from there of, of what people are able to pay. And I think that's important. You know, I think having that break even thought process of, hey, if I can just get to even this month, you know, uh, if I can just get to even over the next couple of months, uh, maybe that's a forbearance with some of these tenants. Maybe that's getting, uh, getting a promissory note. Uh, maybe that's allowing them to take their security deposit toward, you know, half a month's rent or, or something like that. I mean, you know, those are the things that are important. Um, and Jeff, you know, one of the things that we've been able to do in the communities that you manage for me is we've been able to really create uh, not an us again that against them feeling, but a a togetherness of it all. Hey, we're humans in a coronavirus environment, um, and you know, landlords got to meet his obligations, tenants got to meet his obligations, uh, and everybody's in a brave new world where obligations aren't as easy to meet as they were a month ago. And, um, you know, we've, uh, we've even talked about giving, uh, giving amenity credits uh, back for people, you know, that aren't getting to use the amenities because we've got them closed down, um, giving up profit centers in the cable and internet, like you'd mentioned, just as a way to say, hey, we're trying. Um, and, you know, Jeff, uh, when, when we look at that, um, that really has made a difference. How is that how has that played out with your, with your staff and the residents when they're approaching the tenant going, Hey, by the way, before you even ask, we've got some goodies here for you. Um, it, it's funny because I, I think 
what we've experienced and I think what you'll find is when you're coming at a situation in a proactive manner and out of good faith, you're in return, you're going to get good faith. Right. Um, and, you know, what, what I mean is there, there's a lot more honesty out there than you think. So you're going to have people who are going to come forward and say, I'm going to be honest with you. I got April and I got May, but June, I might struggle. And yeah. these are the conversations that we love to have because that helps us help them and it helps us plan. Um, you know, like renewals, for example, you know, we, we need to be keeping our eye on those renewals. You know, we can't afford to have people move out ever, especially now during this time. So our eyes are on that prize and we're already hitting up renewals because we know the, the, the name of the game is to keep them to stay no matter what. Yeah. So let's talk about that, Jeff. That's a, that's a really important thing because a lot of people forget that. So what, you know, what, what do you think percentage wise, if, if we got a thousand dollar unit or a $500 unit, let's go with a percentage. What percentage of the cost of the rent would you attribute to a turnover from the time a tenant moves out to a new tenant moves in? What percentage of a month's rent are you spending of the owner's money, not collecting, but spending to get that from one tenant to another? Um, I mean, we're probably half. So 50%. 50%. So if, if I'm in a, if I'm in a situation where I've got, you know, a thousand dollar unit and I got to turn it, I'm going to not only not collect my thousand bucks, I'm going to spend 500 bucks. Uh, so I'm really, as an owner, I'm out 1500 bucks. Whereas if I look at that, uh, and I think this is really, and, and I really appreciate you and I having this conversation uh, two weeks ago when you came to me and say, hey, you know, we've got a bunch of renewals coming in the next couple of months. Instead of spending the money flipping the units, uh, let's spend the money keeping the tenants and, and making them feel like they matter, making them feel like we care because we do. And it's, it's a math equation to some extent, but you know, you, you like you begin to think of your tenants as part of your family um, and to some degree and working with them feels better than advertising with Google and apartments.com and show mojo, spending your money over there to get, to get a new tenant to replace this one because you guys fell out of love, you know? And so, I mean, what, what you've shown me uh, and, and I really appreciate this. And, I, and it'll be obviously the, the, the time will tell because today we don't necessarily know we've got, you know, you've got a couple that are coming forward, but you know, the time will tell as we come past uh, through our renewal season over the next six months through the coronavirus and the successful management of that through our healthcare system and, and everything kind of plays out. It'll be interesting to see, but you know, I really can, I can really, appreciate what you brought to the table when you came forward and you said, Hey guys, we need to start thinking big picture. We need to start thinking long-term. We need to reach out to our tenants, give them a reason to like us better than moving. And, and when you said that, it really made a ton of sense to me because you're right. If we give them half price rent for the next three months, April, May, and June, not that we're necessarily going to, but if we've given them half price rent, that's the same as a turnover 
And so offering them to renew their lease now and commit to another 20 months of lease in an effort to give them some reduced rents, it makes financial sense for everybody. Yeah, I mean, you know, being being really creative with uh, renewals, for example, is to me is the bread and butter of it all. Um, you know, it, it is easier, at least in the Boise market, to rent an apartment. Easy. We we have tons of people coming into the area that are still, you know, wanting to move, and there's just not enough product available. So, you know, to me the uh, struggle here is to keep them in, to renew them. And we're giving away upfront concessions to people we don't even know, yet the people we do know, we're not willing to do anything for them. You know, um, And that's where I like to see a change in that philosophy within property management from a nationwide perspective, because we should be taking care of the people who really do take care of us. Yeah. And, you know, Jeff, uh, just to clarify, you're, you're seeing all your owners, uh, they're really embracing this thought process that let's take care of our tenant, taking care of me, taking care of the tenant uh, so that, you know, we don't have those issues, right? I mean, you're, you're not seeing there be any animosity or, or anything between your tenants and your owners at this point. No, not at all. And, 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 you know, I don't want to say that it's all peaches and cream either. You know, there, there's, you know, every, every property, every property is different. Every owner is different, but you know, in multifamily, um, I would agree with you. I I think that there is a moment where, you know, the community comes together and we help one another. And um, for me to save money on turnover, which is a, a big part of a lot of these properties budgets, I mean, you're spending money on cleaning and carpet and damage and paint and all this crazy stuff. You know, if you threw somebody a $500 gift card to stay put for another year, they might do that. And so what you're suggesting and what most of your owners are doing is they're, they're looking at that and saying, hey, give them 250 bucks off for April and 250 bucks off for May and get them to sign a lease early. You know, I think that's genius, yeah. Jeff. I really do. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome to hear, Jeff, that executive management services and, and, and your owners are taking the fight uh, or the, the, the information battle to the tenant and, yeah. and bringing them current information. Uh, you know, we talked before the show about your newsletter that you're putting out on a weekly basis, you know, where you're giving them uh, coronavirus updates as far as what new federal programs are coming out, what new state programs are coming out, so that if there's something that the tenant has to do to apply for it, you guys are already putting that together. And I think that that's really, um, really awesome on your part, because that's really taking the asset management uh, to another level that I've already always known that you've done. Uh, but it, 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 it makes it so the owner doesn't have to think about it. It makes it so the tenant doesn't necessarily have to think about it. But how are you dealing with that when the tenant comes to you and says, hey, listen, not only did I get free rent from the government, I got a unicorn too. How are you dealing with that where, where the information is not clear, but the tenant is saying something like that? I got, you know, I get free rent in a new Corvette. 
yeah, it's, you know, we don't, we don't like to be the bad guys, you know, because we're, we're the ones who are on the front line, you know, we, you know, when we have to tell somebody that they're being too loud, you know, we are the ones who have to address that, you know, when somebody can't pay their rent and they have, you know, five kids and, uh, you know, we have to evict them. I mean, those are some serious things that we have to deal with and it, and it doesn't feel good. Um, but you know, we have a job to do. So, um, a lot of the times, it, you know, just like, just like everything else outside of Corona virus communication, you know, somebody comes in and says that they're getting that unicorn and that free rent, you know, you have to be effective with your communication and strategic to let them know that that's not necessarily what's going to happen. And here's why. And here is the information that we have found that tells us what you're reading or whatever information you're getting is not accurate. So, so basically you're turning them into your detective because they're coming to you with, with, with the government coupon that says, Hey, here's where I get my free unicorn. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, well, that's awesome, Jeff. You know, it's always, it's always great to hear that uh, people are being progressive uh, in this economy. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I, that I see all the time is that, you know, uh, communication is the key to successful business. And once again, you know, no surprise that executive management services is producing successful business by, by having that key to dealing with what is going on in their market. And, you know, Jeff, I want to thank you for your time. And, uh, you know, everybody that's listening, I want you to go to executivemanagementservices.com. Check out Jeff's site there. Uh, and I know that Jeff's got uh, a, a free offer for you, Jeff. What, what, if people go to your website, what are they getting for free? Well, we have, um, you know, we have some good information about who we are. Uh, we do have a team of professionals. Um, so there's a, there is some uh, history of where we come from. You know, although our company is, is fairly new, uh, we're not new at the business. Um, and I think that's important to say. Um, but, but really what we do and, and what makes me feel good about what I do is to help property owners and investors with, uh, with their income property. So we can look at a particular location and we could really do some good market analysis to make sure that uh, what you either have already invested in or what you're going to invest in is worth it, uh, you know, monetarily. So that's a service that we do for free where uh, you can go to our website. We have a link, contact us. You can fill out that information. It comes directly to me and uh, I, we can do a one-on-one -on -one and I can show you the numbers uh, to see if, if the numbers work for you. So that's awesome, Jeff. So, so they, can, they can find you at executivemanagementservices.com. They can go to the contact you, contact us button. They can schedule an appointment with you. Right. Kind of go through the scenario. You can tell them where, where they could either be making more money or saving money on their costs. That's awesome. And that's a free service that you provide to, to everyone in, in, in your service area or nationwide. Well, you know, currently we're here in the state of Idaho. 
Um, and that's, that's where we happen to have the majority of, of our business. So we're not necessarily nationwide, um, but who knows? Right. Well, Jeff, with Executive Management Services, guys, say thanks to Jeff. Go to his website, uh, check it out, executivemanagementservices.com. And Jeff, as always, we appreciate you being on the show. Thank you, Shannon. Appreciate it. Stay safe out there, buddy.